Hello, welcome back to another week of the Glow Hour. I'm your host, Chris, and in honor of today's episode topic, let's just jump straight into it and waste no time. Time is the most precious resource that we have. Everybody has it, but once you spend it, it is gone. And so I wanted to talk today about how to spend your time more wisely. I'm going to be sharing ways that I waste time to help you think about ways that maybe you waste time and also get into the question of is all time wasted an actual waste of time? Or sometimes is it necessary to kind of just sit there and do nothing and feel guilt-free about it? Maybe today we'll find out that it's not necessarily the act in itself being a waste of time, but there are other factors such as, is it the appropriate time? And also, are you allowing yourself to enjoy what you're doing? That may make things not only a wasteful time, but also possibly an unenjoyable time because you're doing the thing with this background of guilt looming. So I'm going to walk you through a typical day for me and talk about moments throughout each routine I have from my morning to my afternoon to my evening routine in which I tend to get sidetracked and waste time. I would love to share with you my ideal daily routine and what I do to make my day productive, but this episode is going to be sort of inverted and I'm going to be talking about all the things that I want to stop doing. This may be just as important, if not more important, to be talking about because it's so hard to be doing the things we want to do if we're habitually doing the things we don't want to be doing that keep distracting us from our goals. So let's start at the very beginning of the day with my morning routine. All right, so... The first thing that I do in the morning that I consider to be a waste of my time is I chill around in bed without getting out of bed. And usually, what am I doing? I am on my phone, because what else would I be doing? I'm not waking up, reading a book in bed. And if that's what you're doing, you know what? I think that's kind of a pleasurable way to start the day. But for me, I am usually lying there feeling a little grumpy, groggy, not really wanting to get out of bed. So even when I'm on my phone, I'm not fully awake yet, but I could spend up to an hour or two or more just scrolling mindlessly through social media. Sometimes I wake up to stressful email notifications or text messages, and I'll be in bed replying and getting a little bit of work done, but this is all happening while I'm still in bed. And I'd rather get out of bed, do my morning routine, and then sit on my couch and go on my phone if I really must, because at that point, my mind will be a little bit more awake. And by then I'm already in a good productive flow and I'll be more inclined to start my day and not stay on my phone for a very long time. The only exception is probably the weekends, usually on Saturdays, that's when My husband and I will kind of allow ourselves to sleep in and it's okay to just kind of take it easy in the morning, be on our phones, it's fine. But on the weekdays, I do not want to start off my day 
scrolling on social media in bed. I could already picture myself being older and looking back and regretting every single morning that I kind of just wasted my time being on my phone to start off the day when I could have been getting other things done. Not even getting things done, but just like living life and not living other people's lives vicariously through my phone. What I've been doing lately is I've kind of found a happy medium because I can't simply not have my phone next to my bed. I know a lot of people suggest to charge your phone in another room so that you're not on your phone in bed and you're forced to get out of bed. And if you really want to be on your phone, you're already out of bed. But that is hard for me to do. So what I do instead is I've been waking up and I immediately play a podcast episode or I start playing a new album I'm listening to because when I'm playing a podcast in comparison to watching a YouTube video or TikTok videos, while I'm listening to a podcast, there's nothing for me to look at. So I am starting to itch to do other things. And so as the podcast is playing, I'm like, okay, well, I could be doing other things. I could start doing my skincare routine. I could start like getting ready and easing into my day. Yeah, that's my shameless plug of a hack um, is to be listening to a podcast. And once I finally get out of bed, I'm pretty good about doing my whole morning routine. The hardest part is really just trying to launch myself out of bed because of my phone. The phone sticks me to the bed like glue. And I do have to remind you also that I am self-employed, so I don't have to clock in at a certain hour in the morning. But to my fellow freelancers and people who go to work later on in the day, you will understand it's so hard to get out of bed in the morning sometimes when no one's forcing you to and it does require a lot of discipline. I think over time, I kind of developed this fear of getting out of bed because I know that right when I get out of bed, that means my day is just gonna be going, going, going. And so if you wake up feeling overwhelmed in that sense, it's good to just kind of slow yourself down and remind yourself to take it easy. It's okay to just take a break every now and then and you don't have to immediately jump into everything. So once I'm out of bed, once I've gone through my morning routine, it's time to start my work for the day. The next big way that I waste my time is by procrastinating. And this is going to be like half the episode because I am sadly a really really good procrastinator. So I'm going to break down all the ways in which I procrastinate and why in order to stop. So the first reason why I procrastinate is because I did not plan my day in advance. So when it comes time for me to sit down at my desk with my coffee, I'm not really sure where to begin. So in order to be more prepared, well, it's good to plan my day in advance or for planning my day to be the first step on the agenda. I don't like to be too anal and plan everything hour by hour because then I get stressed and when I start to feel behind, I will kind of give up. So some days do require extensive planning by the hour if I'm really busy, but I usually, when I'm planning my day, I try to focus on the three most urgent tasks first because my brain is most active and ready in those first few hours of working. There could be hundreds of things I could be doing with my separate businesses, but I need to make sure that I'm prioritizing what the three 
three most important things I could be doing today. And it really helps to do this the night before so that by the time I am supposed to work the following day, I don't have to waste any time getting started because I think it does take a lot of energy to plan what you need to do for the day because those are important decisions but that's what's really going to help you to get going this could apply to things outside of your work as well maybe you have errands to run or household chores to do there could be a long laundry list of things to do so even in that case it's important to prioritize like what's most important because there's always more 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 things you could be doing you could spend a good hour scrubbing every nook and cranny of your home or you could first focus on getting laundry done and cleaning up the kitchen and buying groceries and not caring about like the dust in the corner you know what I'm saying aside from planning work-related work and home-related work another way that I have noticed that I waste time is by not planning my off days so my husband and I both have Saturdays to be the day where we hang out and maybe go out and explore around us try a new place to eat but many times if we don't know exactly what we want to do or where we want to go for the day we will end up waking up late and we go out of the house late and we'll start driving somewhere but we don't really know where and we're kind of just dilly-dallying around like looking for something to do if there's nothing in plan to do anything then it's a lot easier for us to kind of just chill around and delay going out But the days that we do have something set in plan and we wake up earlier, we get more excited. At the end of the day, we come home and we're like, wow, what a great fulfilling day that we had together. And, you know, of course, you can have a great day without planning anything. But it's also nice to do a little bit of research beforehand and find new places to explore. And that does require doing so in advance sometimes. So whether you're in a relationship or you have a day off, I think it's good to plan something small and something special that you could do, even if you're just kind of hanging out with yourself for the day. Um, Instead of like staying home all day, maybe you could like even plan what to eat or plan what meal to cook. Although planning takes a little bit of time, it will save you time in the long run because all of your decisions are made for you and all you have to do is kind of follow through with them. And sometimes just deciding what to do for the day is the hardest part. So planning can be very helpful. The second way that I procrastinate, and this I do to prolong getting started with my workday and also while I'm working, I do in between, and that is getting distracted any sort of distraction. Everyone has their own vices, whether it's binging a TV show or online shopping. The greatest way that I get distracted when I should really be working is by consuming content, usually in the form of YouTube videos. What I'll do is I'll open all of my typical apps, YouTube, Instagram, the Pinterest app even, and I'll see if there are any updates. I notice myself just refreshing the page and I'm searching for things to watch because I don't want to get started with my workday. So, you know, I don't think 
intake and content is always a waste of time. I'll get into this later, but there is a time and a place for those things. And when you need to be working and getting things done, that is the time to practice self-discipline and save the videos for when you are intentionally resting or when you're taking a break and eating lunch. I still love watching my YouTube videos, but I want to shift my routine so that I can watch what I want to watch, but do so at the end of my day or do so when I am unwinding and I've already did what I wanted to do for the day. Okay, the next way that I waste my time is by over planning. This may not relate to everyone, especially for people who don't consider themselves to be planner type people, but for some people, including me at times, I could spend all day planning, planning, planning out ideas, things I want to do. Even in my last episode, I was all talk about my bucket list for the spring season. And while that is all fun and dandy, I was like, okay, am I actually going to do the things that I talked about or was I just having way too much fun talking about the idea of doing it? Because if you aren't actually implementing the plans that you have into place, then I'd say that planning at that point is kind of going to waste. So be realistic with your plans. Have a general outline But it's not always necessary to spend hours upon hours perfecting a plan because when you're putting the plan into action, you want to leave room for some spontaneity and being able to adapt to problems that arise while you're enacting the plan. For example, for this podcast, it's good to plan. I jot down a general outline of what I want to talk about because if I didn't, then I'd be extra all over the place. And if I wanted to, I could perfect every single line and every word I'm going to be saying, but that can take an extra few hours. And that just isn't sustainable for me in the long run to be continuing this podcast. So, you know, you have to find a good balance of planning, but not over planning to the point where you're doing so out of anxiety almost. Planning should be the thing to prepare you, but not the thing to scare you. Another way that I waste my time is by not being organized. Disorganization. This goes for possibly everything you do in life. I don't have all day. I could make separate episodes on organization, but in every part of your day, if your closet is unorganized, you're going to have a harder time picking out a cute outfit to wear. If your desktop and digital space is disorganized, it's going to be hard to find what you're looking for and your mind is also going to feel cluttered. No matter what job you have, no matter what you do, I believe you can always find ways to be more efficient by being more organized. And everyone has a different method that works well for them, so I'm not going to tell you what to do, but it does take awareness and some time to find the right products and tools and a good system. And you have to ask yourself, how can I make it easier for myself? Because that's what organization should do. It should allow your routine to run smoothly and make your life easier. This might require setting up different containers or folders. You might need to move and rearrange things so that they're easier to access. You may need to run through this new system several times so you become familiar with it and it becomes a habit. Being organized also requires extra time the same way that planning does in the beginning, but 
it will save you so much more time and you will probably be happier when you're not organized, you could be making things a lot more complicated than they need to be. Even from something simple like how you make coffee in the morning, maybe you could save an extra 30 seconds by having your coffee supplies all within reach near the sink, near the trash can. So you're not like walking back and forth all over your kitchen. Small things like that that doesn't really seem to matter matters. I'm considering even with my work, how I could make my workflow a lot more efficient, even in the way that I do my emails and how I edit videos, how I film videos. I am a huge believer in organization and organization personally makes me very happy. So expect to hear more from me on that one. Okay, next thing, you know, Compared to last week, these things aren't fun to talk about. These things are not pretty. At least maybe this could be somewhat insightful. All right. Overthinking. Yay. I waste a lot of time overthinking. Not to confuse overthinking with just simply thinking and reflecting on something because sometimes or actually a lot of times I stay up at night Because that's when my brain just starts flowing. The synapses are connecting and I really just cannot help myself. Every single podcast episode so far, I thought of the majority of the content and what I wanted to say while I was trying to fall asleep. So technically, I have been doing my work literally while lying down in bed. It doesn't sound professional, But that is just a part of my creative process that works for me. And sometimes I can't just put that process to a halt and save it for the morning because when I'm trying to sit down and force ideas out of my head, it just doesn't come to me the same way. And I was even wondering if this process could be mistaken for overthinking because in a sense, this whole podcast is me overthinking then you know so when I'm thinking about overthinking I mean when you are thinking about something for way too long and way too hard to the point where you notice that it is damaging to your mental health when you start to become anxious and when you start to assume things about other people or about the world it starts to affect your emotions, you become angry or melancholy. And not to devalidate those feelings at all, but sometimes those feelings do arise from overthinking to the point of not even being realistic and not even basing your thoughts on what's real and rational. And also in these moments when I'm overthinking and I start to really sink into the emotion, I am typically not doing anything about it. I am just sitting there, I'm stressing, I'm complaining. And this to me is a waste of time because it's kind of a miserable time. This one doesn't have an easy solution because I get that it could be really hard to shut off your brain in times like these. But when I can't stop thinking, I at least try to replace my thoughts for better thoughts. 
I try to reprogram the direction of my thinking. Overthinking in itself can be an entire solo episode. So I'm going to move on. The next way that I waste my time is by doing things that I don't really want to be doing. And of course, in life, you'll always have things that you don't want to do, but you have to do it. So I'm not talking about those things. I'm not talking about things that are actually good for you to do, like taking a shower, like cleaning your room, like waking up and going to your job. But, you know, you'd be surprised that there are maybe some things in your daily routine that you keep doing when you don't really need to be like no one's really forcing you to and you have a choice not to do it. One example could be maybe hanging out with a friend who every time you hang out with them, you notice that you feel terrible about yourself afterwards or during. Another smaller example that I've experienced recently is I was trying to read a book that I didn't really want to be reading at the time. At the end of last year, I decided to embark on reading the Harry Potter series for the first time. And, you know, it's Harry Potter and I never read Harry Potter. So I just thought maybe it's time. And I read like the first book and a half, but it was really hard for me to get into it. You know, not it wasn't the book's fault at all. I just wasn't in the frame of mind to enter the world of fantasy and the wizarding world of Hogwarts. That just wasn't where I needed to be at that point in my life. But night after night, I would try to sit down and read another page from the book. And I wasn't into it at all. I was truly forcing myself to read this book. And at a certain point, I had to accept the fact that I need to save the Harry Potter series for another time of my life. And, you know, this doesn't mean go flake on your friend one day just because you're feeling a little tired or to put a book down because you didn't like the first sentence of it. Um, I think it's crucial to do things you don't want to do in order to grow. And it's crucial to be open to trying out new things. And usually trying out new things takes a lot of time to adjust and accept. But for other things, it does take a little bit of discernment and intuition to know that this isn't where you need to be and no one's forcing you to so maybe taking a a turn otherwise you might be staying in the same spot and in the same situation for much longer than you need to be this could go even more serious into maybe you don't really love your job you've kind of stayed at this job for so long that it's hard to even fathom quitting and looking for a different job but it's either you choose to stay and look at the brighter side of it or you choose to wait and be open to new opportunities. I don't know. I don't know. This one's another really difficult one to advise on because, you know, everyone is in a different scenario. Next way that I waste my time is waiting The thing about waiting is it's a part of life and I could appreciate waiting because 
Waiting allows you to be more grateful once what you want arrives, whether you're waiting for your train to come to take you to your next destination, whether you're waiting in traffic or maybe you're running errands and you're waiting at the line at the grocery store. Waiting is just a part of life. So the only thing that you could change is your mindset towards waiting. If I'm in a rush to get somewhere or sometimes when I'm not even in a rush, it's easy to get a little bit of road rage and wonder why people are slowing down. Or, you know, I could just let it be. I could let it be. It's not worth complaining while you're waiting because that is when you lose. That is when you're truly wasting time because you're spending that time being grumbly when you could have found another way to spend that time. Maybe waiting in line is a great way to just sit with your thoughts for a few seconds. Like, you know, we're always on to the next thing and on to the next thing. And it's hard to just, you know, wait. And forcing yourself to wait for things is the perfect opportunity to allow yourself to have a little breather. I mean, you could plan to avoid traffic hour. Maybe you could buy your groceries online. So all you have to do is drive up and pick it up. Um, you know, you could do you could do little things like that to avoid waiting for sure. But there will always be times when you're forced to wait. And when you expect to be waiting for things, you could find ways to do things as you're waiting. Like I keep plugging the idea of listening to a podcast, but literally as I'm driving, I will be listening to a podcast. So when I'm stuck in traffic, I won't really mind because I'm listening to music or I'm listening to a podcast. Sometimes I want to be driving a little bit longer in that case. Now we're entering my night routine and I wanted to end it off here because my nights, I want to deliberately waste time. My nights are for wasting time and I want to be able to fully enjoy it. If you did everything you had to do for the day and you're ready to wind down, then I'd say by all means, soak it all in. Do the thing you like to do to rest. I think it's really good for everyone to have hobbies or things you like to do to wind down. And, you know, don't take it all the way to your bedtime and sacrifice sleep for it. But if you can set aside the hours, maybe after you've eaten dinner and cleaned up a little, and now you have those good few hours at the end of the day to just be. You could spend it watching a new TV show that just came out that your friends say is really good, or you could spend it reading that book you picked up, or even playing a video game or a board game, whatever it is. It is the best feeling ever when you've accomplished what you needed to accomplish, and you could fully just focus on life. You know, it doesn't even need to be a hobby, maybe just eating out with your friends at night. And you know what? I know I just talked about doing all this at nighttime and this only applies if you're in control of your work schedule. But one day you could be like, you know, I want to cherish my daytime, relax at the start of my day and then schedule work for the evening because it's also wonderful to spend the daylight hours out and appreciating nature. Then once you've been able to recharge, now you're ready to work at night. The thing is for me, I do this. I will start off my day resting. I'll read a book at the start of my day. But the whole time, since I wasn't intentional about doing this, the whole time I'm thinking to myself, I'm procrastinating. And I'm thinking, oh shoot, I should really be starting on my work. 
and I can't fully enjoy my time of rest. For my husband, he works from 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. and he doesn't have as much flexibility with his work schedule. So you have to find pockets in your week. Maybe it's not a whole entire rest day, but maybe it's just a good few hours or just one hour a day where you have truly quiet time to yourself because otherwise you're gonna get burnt out and I think it's very very necessary for people to have ways that they like to waste their time I know I keep saying a waste of time and I think it's because there's a there's this obsession with hustling every single chance you get and my goal in life is not to be the most efficient person as I can, because that sounds like a very stressful rule to live by. The way I kind of approach my time is I really want to be as efficient as I can be when it comes to productive activities. But when it comes to me just wanting to relax, I don't care about making my time of relaxation useful or productive. That's why I am always advocating for people to carve out time to do things that are not productive. I say that in quotes because, of course, rest is productive. And as I get older and busier, if I become a mom and have much more responsibility, I will definitely need to get better at time management. So that's why I consider it good to start right now when I don't have as much of that responsibility so that I could be more prepared for when it does get more chaotic. That is all I have to say on the ways that I waste time. I waste my time in some healthy ways and I waste my time in some other unhealthy ways that I'm trying to work on. If you're enjoying this podcast and would love to hear more, please follow so you don't miss the next episode. You could also follow this podcast at the Glow Hour Podcast on Instagram. If you have a little bit of extra time, this is definitely not a waste of time because it would make me so happy if you could leave a review or a rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify Podcasts. That would make my day and it only takes a few seconds. I will see you guys. No, you will hear from me in another week. So I love you and have a wonderful rest of your day. Goodbye.